I hope everybody had a great holiday. Uh, Tony and Mike back with our uh, newest invention, uh, invention, our next adventure. And uh, well, we got a lot of things to talk about. First, Mike, I hope you had a good holiday and it's uh, good to see you again. Good to see you again. Happy 2021. We took a couple of weeks off. Uh, once again, uh, almost had to shut Facebook down with all the the messages of the, the where are you's and uh, are you coming back, those types of things. But we're back. We just took a couple of weeks off. Each Thursday was, what, Christmas Eve and then New Year's Eve. Mm -hmm. um, and believe me, it's not like you and I had any plans <laughs> on New Year's Eve. I think I, think I got to about 6.30 at night. I went to bed at about 6.30 at night on New Year's Eve. Actually, I got to tell you, uh, we made it well past midnight only because we started binge watching all of these shows on Netflix and uh, it just kind of snowballed from there. So we were up New Year's Eve until about one, two o'clock in the morning. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. You guys rang in the new year. Look at you. We did, but we didn't realize it. All of a sudden we were like, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> it's New Year's, you know. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the year everybody's been looking forward to. Everybody's been excited about 2021 because 2020 sucked so bad. And I've already seen the Facebook memes that said toasting five days in to 2022 because yep. uh, we're done with 2021 and we all know why, don't we? Yes. Yes, absolutely. But uh, here we are. So far, 2021, pretty much like 2020. Yeah. But give it time. Well, I mean, some would say worse already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, after yesterday's events, and uh, that brings us here, a, a sad day, a low point in the history of this country yesterday. Uh, it was a threat to our democracy, and it, it, the Capitol building was under siege. And these people, that these thousands of people that, that took over the Capitol uh, yesterday, they called themselves protesters. Uh, but Mike, that was a mob scene. That was, that was an insurrection. It, it, it was disgusting. It really, really was. It, 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 it threatens our democracy. And the thing that hurts me the worst of all, President Trump was the guy who incited it. He was the guy who told them, go to the Capitol and protest. Don't get me wrong. I don't think he thought it was going to get to those proportions. But nonetheless, that's the word of your president. They took his words literally and they overran the Capitol yesterday. I mean, Mike, I mean, I'm sure you were glued to the TV like I was. I was watching it all afternoon, all night, this morning. I mean, when you look at it, if you didn't know that it was the United States, if you didn't know that, that, you know, the Capitol was in the background there, if you didn't see the Capitol, you would think it was a third world country. You know, it, it was really, really embarrassing. And, and you know what the sad part is, is that these countries around the world, like China, they gave it the thumbs up. Yeah, this is great, man. This is great. It, it was a beautiful sight. Iran was like, there you go. I told you that democracy doesn't work. That's a that's that's a sure sign uh, right there. They're, they're to see this. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Uh, President Trump has to answer for all of this. He's, he's got to. He's got to answer for this. And uh, uh, I, don't, I don't know how he talks himself out of this one, you know. So, well, uh, you know, one of the scariest videos, you know, and we have to add the fact that it was deadly. Uh, there was a woman who was shot and killed. Yeah, well, um, I, think there was, I think there was one woman was shot and killed, and I think there were four others that ended up dying of their injuries, mm. I think, before it was all over. Yeah, you know, I, you know it, it's there's one particular video that scares me more than, than any of the other ones, and that is when there's one Capitol Police officer who is there at the door, and you can see that he, he goes to run to grab his baton. Uh, and they are just chasing him up the steps. And I don't know who that that ass is at the beginning, the first guy that just runs up like right next to him. And I, I just wish I was in that scenario. I would have punched that guy right at the top of the steps and knocked him down. I mean, it was just, I was getting so agonized watching that video over and over again because this guy is just running right behind the police officer. And then they come into a particular room and other officers start walking up and it kind of becomes a, you know, a standoff. 
uh, the way that it was set up. You know, it's it, 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 it to me is something that has been brewing for some time. And it almost is a scenario where I think we had to hit rock bottom in order for all of us to realize how dangerous it is when you have the, the type of incited violence that we've had over the past few years. Uh, and, you know, those who are supporters of President Trump are not all in that field. You know, there are people who are supporters of President Trump who would not storm the Capitol, who would not do this, that, or the other thing that we saw yesterday. So we don't want to pool all supporters of President Trump into one bucket. But No, but, but did you notice, did you notice, and maybe it was me, but it seemed like every single one of them that were storming the Capitol, they all looked like hillbillies, long beards, missing teeth. It was just, and half of them, half of them, more than half, I don't think they even knew what they were protesting. They were just, they've, they've just been itching to do this for years, yeah. I think, you know. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, the root of the situation is, is that, you know, yesterday was the day that they were certifying the election of President-elect Joe Biden. And they go state by state and they approve the electoral votes. And, and, and that's what it was. And President Trump had said days ago that January 6th was going to be the day that they were going to be able to provide evidence as to corruption and voter fraud. And he, his go-to guy was his vice president, Mike Pence. And he said that Pence would have the ability to overturn the election and, and change uh, the decision that was made. And when Mike Pence decided or announced that he didn't have the authority to do that, he was not going to do that, President Trump even threw him under the bus to the point where he actually was receiving threats and he had to be sequestered and, and, and taken off uh, to the side. This got out of control very fast yesterday. Uh, and as you said, I mean, the, the words that, that best describe it is, uh, you know, sad, embarrassing, um, a new, as you said, a new low point in this country. And now here we are days away from an inauguration. And my question is, can you even have the inauguration at the Capitol like we've had? Can you even make a situation like that with the potential of what could happen at that? Or do you do what we've been doing over the past year and make it virtual, that he's in a room, he's not out in the public like that, because I'm, I'm sorry, but that's where my mind goes. My mind goes to protect at all costs, you know, President-elect Joe Biden, because you could see that, you know, targets could go towards him. Oh, I, I, I think that they're going to have to, never mind doubling the security around Biden, try tripling and quadrupling. It, it, he's he's going to need all the protection that he could possibly get. I'm sorry. What makes this country great is that every four years is that there's a peaceful transition of power. And every president since George Washington has accepted that. And Mr. Trump, what does he think he's going to be? The permanent president? Is, is that what he thinks? I mean, you know, let's face it. I mean, it's, it's over. It's over. You lost the election. Okay. There has been no uh, uh, anything pointing to uh, that, that, that there was cheating when it came to counting the ballots. There's been no proof of any of that. And, uh, but, but yet he keeps persisting on it. it. It's just, it's time. What did I tell you yesterday when we were texting? We were texting and I says, it's over, Mike. Trump has to go home, make himself a fluffer nutter and, and just sit down in a chair and just say, you know, the heck with it. I, 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 I did what I did. And that's the end of it. This is, this is ridiculous. Now, let me ask you this. If they do go ahead with the inauguration, okay, and they do it the way we've always done it these last 200 years or whatever it is, 
Trump is going to be standing right there next to Biden and, and, you know, with his arm around him and, and they're going to, there's going to be a photo op and come on, come on. Well, I mean, since, since the, you know, the, the ambush of the Capitol that took place, uh, President Trump has said that there will be, I don't know, I forget what word he used. It wasn't a peace, he didn't say peaceful, but he said he would comply with the transition. Uh, so it, it's, a, it's too late. You know, they're already starting to discuss the 25th Amendment at this point. And even Republicans are starting to bring up the fact that it's time to remove him from office. Um, we've seen Facebook is now uh, pretty much banning him from, from making posts while he's president. His account uh, on Twitter was suspended. His account on Twitter. And, and, and the reasoning is because it's inciting violence. It's inciting what we saw yesterday. Uh, and, and even when the president is telling his supporters to go home, he is also fueling the fire by saying that the election was stolen, this, that, and the other thing. And to me, it, it's just, it, it shows you just how, how dense we are at times, how easily um, manipulated we are Social media is a big platform where this fuels. I mean, those people that were at the Capitol, the people who went into Nancy Pelosi's office, the, the guy who was standing at the, at the Senate, I mean, after it's all said and done, while they're sitting at home today um, with their families, I mean, are, are, do they even know why they were there? Do they even know what the purpose is and, of and like what they did? And this, what they did yesterday, it changes nothing. Did they think there was going to be a change that somebody was going to say, you know, that Biden was going to say, oh, oh, oh okay, I, I give up. I give up. You got it, Donald. You're, the, you're, you're still president. It changes nothing. Yeah. It's, it's like I said, you know, I mean, I don't know if this is on the same level, but they blew away JFK. The next day, Johnson was president. It, it just goes on and on. And yeah. that's you can't. Stop it. You, you, and like you said, if, if, if you line up all of those people side by side, I don't think they could tell you what they were protesting, even though it wasn't a protest. That was an act of terrorism. Right. Yeah. No. I, and, you know, it, the, the, the Congress ended up uh, convening again after that. They did um, solidify the fact that uh, Joe Biden uh, did win uh, the election. Uh, so on January 20th. Uh, which is just 13 days away from this recording, uh, there will be a change in power. What will it look like? Yeah, I, I don't, I, I, you're not going to see the big parade of people anyway. I mean, I would assume they're not, that, that's the COVID part of everything, that they're not going to allow something like that. But I, I, I don't see uh, anybody wanting to stand side by side with President Trump. No. And now what's going to be interesting, and, and this is just part of the stuff that I'm looking looking uh, down the future, is will he be invited to anything as the former president? I mean, they bring former presidents in for, for certain things, you know, whether it's the death of a former president or something, and they're all there. They're all sitting side by side and it's usually one of those things where, you, you know, it, it's it's cool to see all the former presidents, living former presidents together. I, I would assume that he will not be invited to any of those events. But, but Mike, forget that. Can he go back to his old life? Is anybody going to touch him? Is anybody going to want to go into business with him? Hey, we're putting up these three new buildings for a billion dollars. You know, I... Who's going to want to do business? Who's going to want to, you know, is 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 the view going to want him on on their show? Well, I mean, let's face it. If he had a show of any sort, the ratings would be unbelievable. So I, I see him going that route, whether it's on Fox or whether it's on what is that? The other one, Newsmax. Is that the other one that? But who's going to touch him? Who's going to touch him? I could see them doing it. Yeah, we'll, I mean, we'll because see. of the ratings and stuff. I don't see an advertiser jumping in there. I mean, 
It's just, as I said, you know, there are, and I have friends, I have people who voted for, for Donald Trump. I, you know, there, there are people who, who believed, you know, what he was doing, that the problem is because of what happened yesterday, there is no part of history that is going to look back on President Trump's four years and say anything positive. No. There's no way. I mean, whether you want to talk about, you know, jobs, if you want to talk about the economy, if you want to talk about uh, his his four years is going to be dominated by what happened yesterday and the handling of COVID. Those are going to be the two things that history is going to look at when it comes to President Trump. And, you know, now people are looking at the Republican Party as a whole. Uh, and uh, whether or not this one man has destroyed the Republican Party uh, in, in any way. So, you know, we'll have to see what that is. But, but now we have to look forward. We have to look forward to President-elect Joe Biden uh, to see what he's going to do, uh, to see how he can unite this country, because you still have a big part of the population who didn't vote for him. Uh, and you have an even larger part of the population that is scared to see what's going to happen next because I don't see Donald Trump going anywhere. I see him once he's not president, Facebook will allow his messages and he'll still be able to hold rallies. He'll still be able to hold those types of things. And his supporters are going to be, you know, pushing hard uh, to all this stuff. So I don't know. It, it was, it was a scary scene and you know, it's, it's just going to keep going on and on uh, through the, the weeks to come. I've noticed that he was in our face for four years, every day in our face, whether it was negative, positive, whatever it was. The moment that he lost the election, he, he disappeared. He was deflated. He, he, he didn't want to, he wasn't doing anything. He was on the golf course. And, and that was pretty much the only time that you saw him. And I think that, I don't know. I think that he became enraged. I think that uh, he doesn't like to lose, which none of us do. None of us want to lose, but hey, losing is a part of of, of what goes on here. You know, um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it really, it, it was very, very scary yesterday. Very, very scary. I mean, it was, let me ask you this, and I know I go to the opposite end of the stream. Um, is, is this the beginning of civil war too? Could it be? I, I, I don't think so. I hope not. And the reason why I don't think so is because we didn't see additional eruptions across the country yeah. of what we saw in Washington, D.C. You, you had texted me and said, are we going to see this now across the country? Um, you, you'd have to get the big cities to be involved. And predominantly, people who live in big cities are Democrats. So this appeared to be a pro-Trump, you know, siege of the Capitol, where I don't necessarily think that you're going to see that in a Philadelphia or in a Chicago or in a Los Angeles um, to where it would be fueled across the country. My concerns are that these people will go underground and they'll start plotting and they'll start plotting. Uh, and they will, they will, you may not see something for a year, for two years, but I, I just get scared because they're plotting and they're planning and they're trying, as you said, in the delusional way, they want to take the country back and, you know, Back to what? I mean, what, what are you taking it to? I mean, what, 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 where are we at here? So I, I don't know. I mean, all, all I could do uh, yesterday was, you know, shield the kids from it as best I could. I uh, get little news clips of it. I just was shocked at what I was hearing about and, and seeing. And then, uh, you know, at some point, uh, the, I'll have to explain things, uh, you know, older kids, to uh, what, what, what took place yesterday um, and how, why it was wrong. Senator Chris Murphy 
brought up a good point. And with all with everything that was going on, I, when I heard him say this, I, I said to myself, oh yeah, how did these people overtake the capital so easily? How did it how did it get to the point that it did with within just a couple of minutes? It it it, it how did they get in there like that? Don't they have I mean, I well, know. That- I mean, there, you know, there's these pictures on Facebook that are floating around that when the Black Lives Matters um, movement was there, that the National Guard was deployed and they were there standing guard at the Capitol to prevent anything like that. When this protest erupted, National Guard wasn't there. You had Capitol Police that were there, but they were out outmanned. Uh, and uh, th- th- they were not prepared for this. I don't know who that falls on. I don't know whose response is that the defense secretary. I mean, who, who does that fall on to? And is it because it was a pro-president type of thing that they, you know, were they laxing? Be- I don't know. You know, it, you're right. They, it seemed way too easy. It seemed the one video where the guy's breaking the glass on the door to get in. And I'm thinking to myself, this is like a home robbery. I mean, how are they able to get right yeah. there? I mean, I, I walk anywhere near the Capitol and there's guys with machine guns mm-hmm. that are just standing there saying, keep moving, yeah. that type of stuff. I can't get mm-hmm. anywhere near the certain areas of the Capitol. And, and right. you know, you're right. It, it, you're right. It, 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 they were not prepared for that. They were not they, prepared for that. No, they, they were not prepared. And, and like I said, if you didn't know this was happening at the Capitol, you would think it was a third world country. I mean, this this was... This was a riot. This this was uh, 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 an insurrection. I mean, did you see is... the guy with the face paint and the yeah the horns? What, what is he holding? The podium? Yeah. Did he have the podium or something? He was walking. I don't, I don't, I, it's you know. I mean, it was just you know they, they were in Pelosi's office, and there's one guy and his feet are up. He's got his hands behind his head, and and you know and and he writes. He scribbles on a on a piece of paper and left it on her desk. Something to the effect of "This is not over." Or, or something to that to that effect. We were we were watching it last night. It was ten o'clock at night or whatever it is. And my wife said to me, she says, "Are they going to continue? Are they going to continue to count the votes? Will they do that?" I says, "They've got to do that tonight. Yeah. You, you, you've got to get this done tonight. You can't let them think for a minute. Ha <laughs> ha! See, we stopped it. You can't. You've you've got to push forward. And luckily." I, as a sidebar, somebody had the presence of mind to get all of the electoral votes and lock them in a room or put them in a safe or whatever it is, because if those people got a hold of the electoral votes, they would have burned the place down or they would have ripped everything up or they would have, they would have done something, you know. So somebody had the presence of mind of doing that. But if they didn't get this done last night, and I think they finished up, what, about quarter to four in the morning, four o'clock in the morning, that, that would have been a victory. That would yeah. have been a victory, you know? Yes. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they changed the way that it went. I mean, they, they, they sort of consolidated arguments. Uh, there were several uh, members of Congress who decided not to argue against the electoral uh, decision because of what took place. So it did affect that a little bit. Um, the question now is, 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 is how do we handle this? I mean, do we pursue the 25th Amendment? There's 13 days left here. There's 13 days left of President Trump's uh, four-year term. Do we let it just ride out? Do we, I mean, the fact that Twitter has suspended his account, that's his way of communicating with people. That, that's his way of doing. So now that's, that's gone. So he's going to have to find another way to communicate uh, to supporters and to followers uh, do we? I, I'm concerned that if they do go after the 25th Amendment and they remove him from office, he becomes a martyr. He, he becomes now his supporters sit there and say, "Look what they've done." That type of thing. My feeling: the best way to deal with him over the next 13 years, or next 13 years, well, 13 days, is to not even mention his name. I think that that would drive him more nuts than anything else in the world is just to not even refer to him. I mean, it's almost like an AD on January 20th, you know, an after Donald, 
That's day one. You don't refer to stuff that happened before day one. That's day one. And we just move forward. I, I, I don't know. I mean, to me, it's, it's to remove him from office. Uh, what you're trying to do is you're really, you're trying to prevent him from making any sort of, you know, to, to, to cause what happened yesterday. But my I question mean, is, what kind of damage could be done in these 13 days? That's, well, that, that's my question. Well, I mean, we saw the damage in, what was it, just an hour's time yesterday. So a lot of damage could be done. It, it just, you know, it, it, it's, past, it, it's past the time of him, of, uh, in my opinion, of him saving his term. He could come forward now and say, listen, mistake after mistake, I apologize. I mean, remember, he, he, he would never apologize for anything. And, you know, and say, listen, I mean, the Bidens haven't even been invited to the White House. We haven't had any of that uh, that we had before. Um, you know, not that Joe Biden is unfamiliar with the White House. I mean, he, he knows what's going on. But, you know, you've got to be up to speed. The president elect needs to be up to speed on day one. He can't be too far behind because other countries are just waiting. You know, I mean, they're just looking at this. Well, so. This is what is now we're, we're we're very vulnerable right now this is the perfect time for these other countries if they want to move in or whatever you want to say right or wrong yeah sure absolutely yeah, I mean, countries very i mean but it's it's just michael it's just very very sad it's just very very sad that it that it ended like this it's very very sad you know um you have to accept defeat you know and, yeah i mean i guess if there's a lesson there you know a sore loser and uh, and it also just shows you just how, in my opinion, it shows you how powerful social media is. Mm -hmm. um, and I think a lot of this, you know, when we look back at the creation of social media and what its purposes were and what it became and, and how it's been used over the years, this will be one of the top stories uh, talking about how effective, good or bad, social media is because what what president trump has been able to do is take a, a section of the population not the majority no but a section of the population and pretty much manipulate what they're what they're going to do uh and um you know the rest of us sort of sit back here and are, and are amazed when we shouldn't be amazed because i, I i'm sorry but th this this was foretold years ago that's that something like this could happen uh and uh, i mean after what was scalise got shot the congressman um a few years ago you know the these these elected officials are targets uh, especially for individuals who um you know are believing in the other party so it's very sad and and the coming days will be very telling uh about this country and and how we're going to move forward well, I hope we do move forward and we can get past this as, as quickly as we possibly can, you know, so we'll see what goes on. All right. What else? What else is going on? Well, you know, I, I always like to make fun of the fact that, you know, you and I are of different ages. Uh, you are older than me, uh, but we'll both feel old with this one. There are 15 movies that turned 20 this year. Oh, okay. Uh Number one, Bridges Jones's Diary turns 20 years old this year. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Shrek turns 20. Whew. 20 years ago that movie came out? Okay. And, and I got to be honest with you, Shrek is, to me, I, I think it's a genius movie. Mm -hmm. I think the Shrek, that is a movie that has humor that goes right at the kids, and then it has humor that goes right over the kids where they don't get offended and the parents are dying laughing. Yeah. And, and you, you know who was the original choice as the voice of Shrek? Who? He was signed and ready to go was Chris Farley. Oh, Chris, really? Chris Farley was going to be the voice of Shrek. And before they could get to it, unfortunately, he died. And they gave it to uh, Mike Myers. And that's when Mike Myers said, I'm going to play it differently. He gave it, what does he have, a Scottish brogue? He's got a Scottish yeah. brogue, Shrek does. Well, he He's did it normal, and then they had to redo it. 
they had to redo a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah. But he was, uh, Chris Farley was the original choice. Yeah. He wow. was in place. Well, they definitely drew him based on Chris Farley. <laughs> drew- <laughs> <laughs> uh, the original Fast and Furious turns 20 this year. Legally Blonde. You want me to get that? Excuse me, man. All right. Okay. Uh, Legally Blonde, Zoolander, Training Day, Monsters Incorporated turns 20 this year. Oh, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, Ocean's Eleven turns 20, Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, Black Hawk Down, Blow, Ali, and the others. They all turn 20 this year. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. It, it goes by fast. Wow. It does. It does. You know, a movie that, that, that you know, is even older than that. I think it was 1989 i think is when the movie karate kid came out that was uh actually i was watching karate kid 3 just before i came up here that was 1989 so oh. i would assume the the first one probably goes back to 84 80, 86 something yeah. like that well i mean the show that's sweeping netflix is cobra kai um sure. and 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 i gotta be honest with you i you know ralph macchio he doesn't have much to hang his hat on, but the whole Karate Kid franchise is huge. I mean, it, it, and it's one of those those cult type of things, you know. I, I don't know how well it did in the box office, but there's I I, I love the movie. Um, I've watched the Cobra Kai show, and, and I think that you know Ralph Macchio when he's interviewed about it, he said, you know, people have come up to me almost every year and have pitched ideas to me to try and reboot this karate kid. And he goes, this was the first time that they came at me. And I sat there and I said, that could work. And what the Cobra Kai show uh, is it's mainly from Johnny Lawrence's point of view. And he's the bad guy. He's the bully in the karate kid movie, the blonde kid, but it talks about what happened to him after that match with uh, Ralph Macchio and how the two of them intertwine with one another. And the, the third season just came on Netflix. And I was wondering if they were going to bring this actor on at all, because this actor was probably the biggest out of them all. And sure enough, she made an appearance, Elizabeth Shue. Elizabeth Shue did make an appearance in the finale of uh, the third, third episode uh, the third season um, because she was in the original movie. And uh, that was, I thought that was cool. You know, she, she, she's the biggest name I think that was on that show. When she, it, she I mean, she's bigger than Ralph Macchio. Yeah. Well, she had, she was big in the eighties. She had quite a few uh, hits there in, in the eighties, but you gotta remember now Ralph Macchio, he had the karate kid, my cousin Vinny, and he had The Outsiders. Those were three pretty big films. Right, but he's uh, known as the Karate Kid. But he's known as the Karate Kid. Um, to be honest with you, uh, Elizabeth Shue, it was a nice little appearance. Uh, but I, I felt like she sucked all the air out of the room. I, I, I felt oh, that. Oh, you watched it? Oh, you watched oh, all the... we're, we're all caught up. But oh, I, all right. Oh, I didn't know that. I, didn't I know thought that. she sucked all the air out of the room. And if Well, you, it was all about her. Huh? It was all about her. Yes. On Netflix, check it out. I don't know the name of it. Yeah, David Spade show. hosts it. David Spade hosts it. Yeah, and it's like a, yeah, yeah. They, they yeah. brought the cast on, yeah. Right, yeah. They, they brought the cast on. I had a feeling myself, Ralph Macchio and uh, Johnny Lawrence, whatever the actor's name is, I had a feeling that they were like, kind of like, yeah, come on, the game is about to start. Well, they weren't there in person. Notice no. how they were yes. they were satellite and she was there in person. She was in, she, there in she person. seemed drunk. She seemed like she was but it, it seemed to me that the three people, David Spade and the two other people that were hosting it, they were, you know, okay, this is and then all of a sudden Elizabeth Shue comes out and everybody's like, Oh, oh, oh yeah, come on, sit down, sit down. And I got a feeling that Johnny Lawrence, especially, was like kind of like you know, um, she's not coming back from, from no, what no, I, I, there, I mean, there was no storyline to bring. There, there's back. no, there's no storyline there. And they asked Ralph Macchio in an interview that I'm reading, what if she decided not to come back? He says, we had that covered. We were, we were going to say that it was actually her husband that was writing 
to Johnny Lawrence. And I guess they would have found a comedic way to get in with that or get out. Oh, or whatever Even when they were making that show, they didn't have her officially booked to be in the finale. I, I, I don't know. I, oh, I don't think okay. so. Wow. I don't think so. I don't think so. But that started out as a YouTube show. Yes. And I'll be honest with you. Mike told me about it three years ago and I made fun of him because I was like, karate kid. Are you kidding me? YouTube. Are you kidding me? Yeah, like, YouTube like, premium. It yeah, wasn't just YouTube. You had yeah. to pay. You and had I was to like, pay. Paying for this? <laughs> uh, you know, uh, but I, I got to admit, I was wrong. I mean, we, we watched the first two seasons. We watched them in, I think one weekend. And then um, we couldn't wait for it to drop. Well, whatever it was a week ago, last yeah. Friday. And we made a commitment to each other saying, we're not going to watch them all in one shot. We'll just watch one. And that, but we couldn't do it. We watched it all in one day. And uh, I, I think it's, I think it's great. It's, it's funny, but it's serious. And, and uh, I really like it. I mean, you really, really hate John Grease or Crease or whatever. Grease, his name, yeah. Yeah. You know, but you hated him in the movies as well. Yeah. You know, but. No, I, you know, it's this last season I thought was kind of interesting because they went back to um, Okinawa. Uh, Okinawa and they brought back those old actors that were in Karate Kid 2. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was the whole thing with the guy that he fought to the death at the end of Karate Kid 2 when he came back. I thought that was hilarious how yeah. they, you know, you thought that this guy was going to kill him now and stuff. And um, no, I just, I think it's well done. I think, I think they make, Ralph Macchio, you know, Daniel LaRusso's character, not the good guy all the time. And I think that that's, you know, the Johnny Lawrence character, um, you know, he, he, you kind of have, you feel bad for him because, you know, his life went to crap after that. And, um, you know, here he is trying to teach kids and all that stuff. So, no, I thought it was, I, I think, I think some of the acting is horrible. I think, some the whole fight scene at the school is just at the end of season two was kind of like, Oh, all right. I mean, yeah. th- that's not little, happening. We're, we're not having. Little, yeah. A little over the top, a little <laughs> yeah. over the top. But I thought one of the best scenes I thought was when uh, that kid, uh, Johnny's son got injured in the tournament. And he says, I can't go out there in my arm. He said, and, and Ralph Macchio goes, Okay. Medic, medic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said to myself, I said, "Oh, he's going to do the, he's going to do the thing." You know, yeah, he's gonna yeah. do the, you know, and it was that was very, very yeah. funny. Yeah, no, I think it's it's you can tell the people who created the show were big fans of the movie, and I think they've come up with a very unique way of of bringing the characters back, and I think it's a good show. I mean, yeah. I, th- I think it's I think it's a good show, and it's it's yeah. it's very popular, very popular. So, uh, yeah, yeah, if you you check it out uh, on. Uh, on Netflix, go ahead and do it. Yeah, and I think the next season is going to drop probably late 2021 in the, the summer, late summer. Okay. So so I've so I've been reading, but I don't know. We'll see. All right. But, uh, I'm looking forward to it. The, while we're while we're on the subject of Netflix, if you get a chance, check out uh, Manhunter. Check that out. It's it's a it's a good series. It's only like six episodes, but uh, it's about Richard Jewell. And that whole Olympic bombing thing, and the guy who actually did the bombing, and like their stories are running parallel. Mm. Ron, what was the name of the guy that that did the bombing? Eric Rudolph. Eric Rudolph. He was the culprit, and but their their two stories run parallel, you know. And they spend ten minutes on Richard Jewell, ten minutes on Eric Rudolph. It, it was, and at the end, it all comes together. It was pretty good. You know, what's sad is that it's Richard Jewell that we remember. We don't even remember the guy who actually did it. Well, the, the funny thing about it is Richard Jewell, the, 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 the character, uh, the guy who's playing Richard Jewell says, no matter what happens, he says, there are going to be people that are out there who think that I did it. Even I'm exonerated, but they're still going to think that I did it. And think about it a minute. Whenever you think of the 1996 Olympic, Olympic bombing, your mind automatically goes to Richard Jewell. You, you know that he didn't do it, but you automatically think Richard Jewell, you know? Did you see the, what, it was a Clint Eastwood movie, right? 
the Clint Eastwood movie is very good too, but yeah. this is a different, different one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, they railroaded that kid. They really did. They, they, oh they yeah. Ruined they ruined him. They, re they he really did. You know? Absolutely. But uh, yeah. you know, they wanted a quick fix, you know, sure. let's find the guy who did it. And he, he felt uh, uh, fit the profile, you know, but uh, unfortunately uh, they, they ruined him. Uh, Manhunter. Hmm? Manhunter. That's it's what it's called. Manhunter. It's, it's only like six episodes. Okay. You know, and, and I think they run, maybe they run an hour a piece, maybe a little okay. bit more, but uh, it, it was, it was good. It was really good. I, I, I enjoyed it. We're still in the midst of COVID-19 and uh, now we're finding out now that uh, Lou Gossett Jr., an Academy Award winning actor, he has it. Larry King has it. And uh, Dawn Wells, who played Marianne from Gilligan's Island, it killed her. She was 82 and uh, she's gone as well. We found out over the Christmas holiday that uh, I have a first cousin uh, by the name of Anthony. And Anthony is uh, 20 years older than me. So that makes him 80, 81. And we found out that he has COVID-19. And uh, he's on the mend, but we were very worried about him because of his advanced age and because uh, uh, they think that it might have affected his lungs. So um, we'll see what happens with him. Our prayers are with him. Yep. Uh, Anthony, if you're watching, and I know you're not because you don't know how to operate a computer, uh, but uh, um, you know, we hope you, we hope you feel better and we're rooting for you. The sad thing is you can't go and see him. You, you, you can't really yeah. help him. You know, you, you can't, uh, what can you do except leave soup in front of his door, knock on the door and run out. And even then I'd be petrified. Yeah. You know, it's, it's really a sad, sad thing, but he's doing pretty well. I'm, I'm really happy to say. That's good. But you know what we're not hearing about though, in mid January, the flu, the flu, <laughs> you notice that we're not yeah. hearing much about the flu. Yeah. Uh, I see, uh, you know, sarcastic posts quite a bit about it where it says masks are being credited in social distancing for stemming the flu this time around masks and social distancing uh, are being blamed uh, because people aren't doing it enough. And that's why COVID-19 is spreading as much as it is. So what is it? Are we doing well with masks and social distancing or are we not? I, I don't know, but to me, it's, I mean, I just haven't heard anything about the flu. I no, haven't heard anything about it. You have not heard a thing about the flu. The only thing that, you know, I can think of is that, uh, are they putting it on the back burner? Is it out there, but we're just not hearing about it? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I think but, people uh, are just always jumping to COVID. I mean, if they have any symptoms, they have COVID, uh, th that type of thing. You know, I'm not even thinking of the flu. Like if I... If I start gaining any of the symptoms that are on that list, I don't even think the flu. I think, oh, I better go get a COVID test uh, to see if I have it, that type of thing. So, no, I don't you're know. Right. You're right. You're right. All right. You ready for yes or BS? Yeah, lay it on me. All right. So, we're in 2021 now, just so everybody knows. Uh, let's deal with the number 21, shall we? All right. With dice, and the way this works is I say a statement, Tony tells me if it's yes or BS. With dice, there are a total of 21 dots on a six-sided die. BS. Actually, it's yes. Really? If you add up all the numbers, one through six, you get 21. Hmm. Okay. Number two, the United States didn't make 21 the legal drinking age until 1984. That's BS. Yes. Congress passed, this is, it's yes. It's not yes to BS, it's yes. Congress passed the National Minimum Drinking Age Act in 1984. Before that, it was 18 in a lot of states. Really? Hmm? Okay. Yep. My understanding was, because I grew up in Chicago, that in Illinois, it was 21, but across the border in Wisconsin, it was 18. So, like, you just kind of skipped across the border and had a Coors Light. Uh, number three, the 21 gun salute was first done in 1821. That's why it's 21 shots. That sounds right. I would say yes. You're having a horrible, horrible yeah. go at this. It's BS, Tony. 
when England has been doing 21 gun salutes for over 500 years. Oh. Ships usually had seven cannons and would fire all of them off before coming into port to show that all of the cannons were now unloaded. On land, the forts would fire three shots for every shot the ship fired. So 21 shots. Okay. But to me, that sounds like a math equation in McKenna school. So how many shots did they have? Uh, number four, in ping pong, 21 points are required to win a game. Yes. Well, unless it's a shutout, right? Well, it doesn't say. It just says, uh, yes, badminton also has 21 points per game. Okay. Uh, and finally, number five, a study in 1907 found the human soul weighs 21 grams. Okay, uh, I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say yes. I, I'm gonna say no, no. That's BS. Well, no, you should have stuck with your instincts. It was yes. Okay, that's what the study found, but it was flawed. A doctor in Massachusetts weighed people while they died, and claimed one of them mysteriously lost 21 grams of weight the moment they passed away. That's just under an ounce. But other scientists pointed out a ton of flaws in the study, so it didn't actually prove anything. Okay. All right. Very good. Very good. Oh, boy. All right. We doing bad decisions? Yeah. You want to do it? Let's do it. Here we go. Bad decisions. Bad decisions. Mike Bellamy is here on WICER. It's tough. It's tough. I mean, it's, it's, it was our, uh, how many years did we do bad decisions? We did that about 11 years. On ICC. Wow. Yeah. One day you guys just didn't want to do it anymore, huh? What do you want from me, Mike? What do you want I, from me? Don't get me started. How did we come up with that? That was. That was you. That was all you. Yeah, but you, eh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was a joint thing. I mean, I don't know. No, I think I, you came up with the idea. I think I came up with the song. The song, yeah. yeah. Okay, all right. So it was it was a combined thing. Yeah, no, it's it's amazing what what people uh, remember about our show that we did. And bad decisions probably is is one of their top ones. Okay, all right. Today's bad decision: the cake is a lie. The cops in Port St. Lucie, Florida, pulled over two guys around three in the morning on New Year's Eve. One of them was thirty-year-old Jethro. Guineas, and he had an outstanding warrant, so they searched his backpack. They found two large bags inside, one with a white powder and one with a brown powder. They assumed the bags were filled with drugs, but Jethro had a genius explanation, sheer genius. He said they weren't drugs, they were ingredients to bake a cake. He said one was sugar, and the other was cornstarch. Unfortunately for him, the cops did a quick field test on the powders, and they actually were both ecstasy. Then, when they took him to jail, he accidentally dropped a bag of meth. Well, he didn't try to pass it off as baking powder or yeast or anything. He's been hit with several drug charges. I, I told you the story once um years ago i was a i was a checker at a grocery store there's this there's this grocery store called jewel in illinois and uh, i was a i was a checker i was a cashier and it's it's halloween the day of halloween and you know there's people they put the stuff on the conveyor belt and stuff and i don't even really make eye contact with people i'm just kind of doing the job and all of a sudden all of these dozen eggs start coming up on the conveyor belt. And my manager comes over and it's like a teenage kid. Remember, it's Halloween, teenage kid with like six cartons of eggs. And my manager says, so what are you planning on doing with all these eggs? And he said, oh, we're, we're making cookies. And the guy behind him says, don't be making any cookies near my house. 
And it was just everybody just erupted in laughter. Bah, 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 bah. They ended up not selling them the eggs. Really? Yeah, they ended up not selling them the eggs. They, there was a there was something that was going on where, where grocery stores were allowed to to reject purchases on Halloween because of all the vandalism that was going on. But yeah, I just remember the guy's line, don't be baking any cookies near my house. <laughs> it was a great line. Oh, wow. Who knew? Very oh. funny. Very All right. So uh, what's the word uh, this week? Oh, wow. Uh, the word this week. I didn't even think about it. Um, let's go with. Um, uh, let's go with salmon. I've been trying to cut down. On what? On, on my caloric intake. And salmon is the, the choice? Yeah, that's what, you know, healthy eating. I, I never got into salmon. Huh? I've never gotten into salmon. I, I tried it. I, oh, I no, just... it's good. No, no, it's very good. I enjoy it. You know. I mean, wouldn't you rather have a steak? Yeah, I would eat steak. Sure. Steak and salmon. How do you prepare the salmon? Do I prefer it? How do you prepare it? Oh, well, I find that it's it's a dish that uh, most likely you would get out in, in a restaurant. It, it never comes out good here. I mean, it, it comes out okay. And it here smells the house up too. Uh, yeah, it's all right. You know, or you grill it out yeah. in the back. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So salmon, and that's S-A-L-M-O-N, right? I believe so. Yes. Okay. All right. There so the word this week is salmon. Uh, so just put that in the comments as you go along. Remember, we, we released this as a, a Facebook live. So, you know, people are able to comment throughout this entire time. And, um, you know, we, we, we certainly want the comments to be respectful of one another. Um, you know, we talked about some very controversial things at the beginning of the show and, uh, we don't want to be a lightning rod for people to sort of uh, spew their crap uh, when it comes to uh, I just can't stand it you know and it, when you when you bring something up and people just just label you as as something um, so please please uh, be respectful of one another uh, and uh, you know comment like the show share the show watch it on Facebook watch it on YouTube uh, you can also listen to it on Spotify as a podcast if that's what you want to do it's available for uh, for you to do that and um, like I said, thank you to all the people who wrote us uh, asking us where we, we, we laughed because there wasn't one person who, who asked where the show was. I mean, not even, not even our family, not even our family. I, no. I think my mom, I think my, no, my mom. Okay. No, my mom and my dad each asked like, are you guys doing a show this week? And you know, Christmas Eve, I said, Alan, we're not doing Christmas Eve. And then you wrote me and said, you're not going to be around on New Year's Eve uh, to do the show. Uh, we didn't write anything on Facebook and, and not one person. I mean, what are we doing this for? I mean, it, you know, true. <laughs> so we're just kidding. Not, not one person wrote. <laughs> no, we're not kidding. We're not kidding. I, I'm not. I had to check to see if the, the account was froze or something that, <laughs> <laughs> this this has to be wrong. I was talking to somebody about it. They said, "Well, they probably just assumed that you were off the these nah, two weeks." No, no, they they, no. they they don't even remember who we are. No, that bingo. Yeah, it's Terry and Mark in the morning, I and mean, that that's yeah. what they think. You know? Yeah. All right. All right. Well, we'll see you next week. And uh, like the show, share the show, and uh, the word this week is salmon. So uh, can't wait to see you next week. All right. And by the way, your beard makes you look like Rutherford B. Hayes. <laughs>